Welcome to Infinite Realms Radio, a short fiction anthology podcast. Episode 1. I'm Lustful Sound, and today's episode features a story titled Reaper by a Reddit user J. Ray Wang. So sit back, relax, and join us as we journey through Reaper by J. Ray Wang. I wouldn't call it a war. Extermination, maybe. Though, I'd more aptly describe it as a harvest. By the time they reached our world and penetrated the stratosphere, people sued them out in droves to be harvested. Of course, they knew what that actually meant. Otherwise, they wouldn't have been so eager. Ten years before the angels descended from the sky... They had already sent what some refer to as divine retribution, a virus. It spread faster than wildlife and had a seemingly 100% mortality rate. Worse yet, it was completely undetectable. In our desperation, we became animals. We locked our husbands, wives, children and parents deep underground under the constant shine of UV radiation and still they got infected. Within five years, the pathologists were grimly predicting humanity as a doomed species, on the verge of extinction. By the time they arrived, we welcomed them with open arms into every one of our major cities. Most bowed their heads and practically begged to be killed. Some fought against them. These were the ones that still remembered the pain of watching their families die. They couldn't hope to survive but at least they could enact their own version of divine retribution. Looking back at it now, I knew that the angels planned for them. They wanted us to retaliate. Otherwise, where would be the fun? We charged at them by the millions, some to die, some to kill. To the angels, it was all the same. Until we killed the first one. Back when I used to write, I always made sure to name my hero something memorable. If not a strange name, then certainly a strange title. Evan the Incorruptible, Jessica the Harbinger. But in real life, heroes rarely have titles, some don't even have names. That was the case for humanity's last hero, because nobody knew who they were. We only had stories. The stories ranged from fantastical to downright fiction, but they always ended the same. We had killed one. The angels must have been as skeptical as we were because they refused to change their tactics. They kept all our major cities and welcomed anyone to try and take it back. By the fifth dead angel, they learned of their miscalculation. Soon, we learned of it as well. Human beings shared mana and with it we could do wondrous or terrible things. Magic no longer belonged to the realm of fiction. The elements bent to our will. Lightning struck where we pointed. Tornadoes formed where we stood. The ground swallowed up entire cities as we willed it. Suddenly, we stopped volunteering to be harvested. With our newfound power, we decided to fight back even if victory had already been stolen from us. 
They had turned us into animals and then backed us into a corner. Foolish. And that was good enough for us. Looking back, I wonder if we were as foolish as the angels. We, who were content with dying in our little blazes of glory, having accomplished nothing but thinning their ranks just by a little bit. It was selfish. But what is there to expect from men who had nothing else to live for? None of us had the vision you had. The vision you have. Tulip put the pen down, staring at the word you. She wondered if her letter would ever find its way to this certain you. While humanity had become animals, one had gone even further. They had been called a monster by both angel and man. Nobody knew which side they fought for, only that they killed both indiscriminately. If Tulip were to write their story, she wouldn't know whether to make this person the villain or the hero. Oh, how she wished she could have continued to write this story, but the only way this story continued was if she died. Beside her letter and pen, sitting at the edge of her wooden table, was a silver revolver. The single light bulb above her glinted off its barrel. A small grin spread across Tulip's face. She grabbed the gun, its metal like ice, and pressed it to her temple. Enough humans had died to where she could stop the bullet with only her thoughts. The bullet couldn't even hurt her unless she wanted it to. But she did. For the sake of humanity, she needed the bullet to kill her. With her free hand, she picked the pen back up. As the last storyteller on Earth... I bestow you the title of Reaper, a monster, a villain, our last hero. Go forth, Reaper, with my death as an offering. With my passing, there will be only four humans left. I have already contacted two of them, and they will die with me. The last I'm sure you will easily find as your powers will have increased twofold. By then, your mind will stretch the globe. Perhaps even the stars. And when you become the last human alive, I cannot even fathom how powerful you will be. Sure, angels, how fragile they are in the face of a god. To it, pull the trigger. <laughs> Hinako held the bloody scrap of paper in her hand. She had originally come to kill the writer of this letter, but that woman had done the job for her. Power coursed through her veins and electricity through her fingertips. It flushed her face and gave her a feeling of lightness. It was intoxicating. She battled down the high. At first, mana had been like some strange toxin to her body. The first time she had drawn its power, she had broken out into hives. Rashes had covered her, so she looked like some Frankenstein's monster, and its power had crushed her lungs so she could barely breathe. Back then, she had thought herself dying, so she had done what her great-grandfather, the last warrior of her lineage, would have done. Kamikaze. With her family's sword drawn, she had charged the angel, fully expecting her blade to stop at their invisible barriers. To her surprise, it slipped through and impaled the creature through its midsection, Angels held the form of a seven-foot stick figure clad in silver armor. Their arms reached so low they dragged on the ground. 
Despite their skinny frame, Hinako had seen them lift up tanks with a single hand. So when the angel's beady red eyes bulged through its mask, and the tentacles that grew out of its scalp shriveled, Hinako had thought it a trick. It wasn't until its eyes turned a dull crimson and it collapsed did she finally realize her feet. She had been the first to kill an angel. It was then that she realized her destiny, her unmei. She would slaughter them all, but first she had to kill the rest of humanity, and there was one man left. New York City lay broken. Skyscrapers wobbled in the sky with entire chunks of metal and glass missing. It looked as if someone had taken bites out of them. Some had already toppled over into rubble. Others were waiting for the slightest wind. Hinako met Austin Actresson on top of the World Trade Center. Already, dark clouds filled the sky, one half flashing violet lightning, the other half flashing blue. The clouds collided with each other, its lightning intertangling as Hinako stepped up to Austin. Hinako didn't speak English, but she understood Austin, and when she spoke, she knew the pudgy American understood her too. Mana bridged the gap where language could not. Well, howdy. I reckon if there was a final showdown, it should be on the grandest stage possible in the good old U.S. of A. I will avenge us all. I will restore honor to our race. Now, I ain't never understood your honor crap. It ain't bringing back the dead. It ain't saving our race. Might as well have some good old-fashioned fun. You. You were given all of humanity's power. And you wish to play. Isn't that what you're doing? You're just calling it honor. What's the difference? We'll both kill angels. I'll just be happier doing it. It's my destiny. My anime. It's God's plan. Your God left us to die. I don't take too kindly to heathens insulting my lord. Hinako drew her sword. With so much power, weapons were merely symbolic. She could have fought Austin with a stick she found on the ground. Might as well deliver vengeance with her mother's sword. Austin produced his own weapon, a lasso. Before Hinako had even finished her last word, Austin attacked. The lasso snapped forward like a viper and found Hinako's neck. She sliced the rope, but it deflected her blade. Only now did she realize that this wasn't a lasso at all. It was a noose. Hinako's body was flung off of the World Trade Center and crashed through skyscrapers. She snapped metal wires, cracked through steel beams, and finally hit the ground. The earth split beneath her with a thunderous crack. Her eyes honed into Austin, who was now just a speck in the horizon. Something roared behind her. She turned and found water taller than Mount Fuji. She had time to gasp a single breath before it all crashed down on her. The current ripped through her body, flinging her through the rubble of New York. She opened her eyes and found only blackness. Her lungs ached as her limbs thrashed in panic. Not even mana could replace oxygen, and for all she knew, Austin had summoned every ocean in the world to this battle. It was fitting for a man with such insatiable appetite. But if water was fitting for Austin, then Hinako had her own element, one to reflect her unyielding fury. She placed both hands upon the hilt of her blade, and its steel glowed a bright red. Steam circled her. Then a pillar of fire erupted from the ground, twisting up. The fire flashed a bright white, burning hotter than even the sun. And then it vanished, leaving Hinako gasping for breath in ankle-deep water. 
The girl actually boiled the ocean. Oh my. I dare any god to stand between me and my anime. New York City drowned in blood and flame. Half the sky unleashed torrents of water, while the other half radiated waves of arid heat. Wherever Hinako walked, fire sprouted. Wherever Austin stood, water crept. The two elements rested for control of the city, clashing in explosions of steam with every one of Hinako or Austin's attacks. The last humans on Earth stood atop the World Trade Center, panting. Half of Austin's cowboy hat had been singed, the other half had been turned to ash. His face had only fared slightly better, and he was missing an arm. Hinako collapsed onto one knee. Her breaths came gurgling. She no longer exhaled air. She only coughed. Water had filled her lungs, and she could not get it out. In the horizon, a swarm of angels advanced on them. They looked like locusts, swallowing everything they touched in shadows. Austin stood and held his hand up toward the sky as if he could grasp the stars beyond. Look at us. The last two humans left on Earth, and all we want to do is kill each other. Now ain't that poetry? Anako glanced at the approaching swarm. It was the entire Angel army, all their soldiers, their battleships and weapons. The two could not last against such power, but maybe one could. Either we both die, or you do. Convenient how you left out option number three. Why don't you die? Because it is my destiny, my anime. We got with us a hillbilly redneck and some wannabe samurai girl. God's heroes of humanity. What a joke. Not a very nice thing to say to your lord. <laughs> oh, the lord forgives. Hinako <laughs> buckled over coughing. Each cough felt like a stab through her chest, but no matter how she tried, her lungs only took in more water. Soon she would drown. Woo! You know I saved you for last. I thought, I thought she'd, you'd be a, thought she'd be different. After all, you were the first to kill an angel. First to tap into mana. Maybe you'd be something special. Turns out. You're as born as the rest of them. Inako stabbed her blade into the ground and pushed herself up with it. The cowboy could only stall so long as she stayed on the ground. I am humanity's reaper. Oh, give me a break. You think that letter was meant for you? What? I already told you. All I want to do is kill for fun. You want vengeance and honor and justice, and I hang people. Which of us do you think have killed more? Which one of us would you peg the monster, Reaper Girl? The silence between them was answer enough. Both understood who that letter, that title, was meant for. Austin threw his head back, laughing again. He swung his noose with the only arm he had left his smile gleaming sharper than Hinako's blade. Hinako choked and water sprouted from her throat. Her time was up. She pulled her blade from the ground and lowered her body for a final attack. Austin could have just ran and left her to drown, but both knew he wouldn't. That would be boring.
<laughs> All around them, angels converged. They walked beneath water, stepped through flames, and flew through the storm. They wielded blades of silver and guns darker than even the storm clouds above them. Their ships filled the sky, blanketing the world in black. Now this is a good bit of fun! Will the human race fight for honor and justice, or because killing is just so damn entertaining? Or will the angels simply wipe us from the earth? The fires simmered to smoke, the waves died, leaving waters calmer than the Pacific. And for a single second, even the wind held its breath. Come on, Reaper Girl! Water and fire danced, twirling in cataclysmic ballet. Water refused to evaporate and fire to extinguish. Like anaconda around prey, they wrapped around the World Trade Center before blooming at the top, raining down droplets hot enough to eat through metal. Just the rain itself decimated the Angel Army. Their shields were made to protect even against the force of a nuclear blast, but against this simple rain, they melted. To the rain, skyscrapers, battleships, and angels were but sugar dissolved at its touch. On top of the World Trade Center stormed Hanako and Austin's personal battle. Here, the elements were not in a dance, but a blizzard. Flurries of monsoon followed blazes of fire. Fire evaporated water. Water extinguished fire. Smoke and steam grew heavy only to be blown away with every attack Hanako and Austin launched. The snap of Austin's rope exploded in smoke. The slice of Hanako's steel erupted in steam. Angels appeared through the storm. First, only one or two that were obliterated by the shockwaves of battle. Then more, stronger angels came. Hinako counted them with mounting horror, and Austin with glee. What is man to do with nothing to gain and nothing to lose? What is man to do? The glowing silver of angel weaponry flashed in Hinako's peripherals, and she ducked the blade. She slashed up in counterattack catching the angel's arm. She then followed up with a slash through its leg. The battle devolved into something of a practiced dance. Her attacks followed its pattern. Angel, angel, Austin, angel, angel, Austin. The angels, too, were in a practiced dance. They had figured out humanity's last trick, and now they wanted to be extra careful to kill Hinako and Austin at the same time. Unfortunately for both Hinako and the angels, they were on a time limit. Hinako had already breathed her last breath, and her lungs were slowly suffocating themselves. Every step she took used oxygen she could not spare. With nothing to prove, and only God as witness, what man would not choose joy? Who amongst us would not choose death? Hinako slashed the next angel in half and returned her focus to Austin, who had two angels squirming on the ground like shriveled slugs. Austin smiled back at her. If not for the angels, she might have had a chance against Austin. But they delayed her too much. At this rate, she would lose. So Hinako broke the rhythm of their dance and charged in the lunge that left her indefensible. Austin threw his noose and wrapped it against Hinako's neck. At last! But Hinako had not been aiming for Austin. She flew past the man and over the edge of the World Trade Center. For a brief moment, they met eyes. Both understood that this would be the fight's final moments. Soon, one would be left alone as the last human on Earth. Austin braced his feet against the edge of New York's greatest building and held the rope tight. Once it lost its slack, it would jerk up and then 
fight. Hanako dipped over the edge outside of Austin's sight. The rope attached to her neck twisted and turned like a snake. She bit into it, catching it at its neck. It dug into the edges of her mouth, burning her, but she only bit harder. I choose death. That's why I'm the Reaper. I will be death incarnate. I am humanity's last hero. Hanako closed her eyes in a silent prayer to a god she didn't believe in. Austin was right. Humanity's hopes hadn't rested in some girl playing samurai, but in a deranged cowboy enamored by destruction. Austin was humanity's retribution, and Hanako was trying to steal that away from them for no reason other than the fact that she didn't know that she represented humanity. Humans were a frightful species. So easily did they resort to madness, to the destruction Austin promised, the history of every country held in the myth of the Wild West, a place of unmatched chaos and revelry. Nako had only hoped to show that they had risen above this myth, where honor and justice, ideals only for starry-eyed children, might have their place. If there was truly a lord above them, she would have this god decide now. The rope tensed. It tugged at Hanako's body with such force, she thought it would yank her soul from her body. She clenched her teeth. Her mouth felt like fire. For all she knew, there was truly a fire inside it. Agony, sharp and precise, impaled her entire being. All she wanted to do was scream, but that was the one thing she could not do. She hung onto the rope as it swung her into the skyscraper, where neither fire nor water sprouted anymore. Her foot hit the wall and the rope turned slack. Hanako looked up to see a wide-eyed Austin falling from off the edge. Hanako fell too, but as she did, she raised her sword and with the last of her energy, sent it flying up. It caught Austin through the mouth and speared him through. At the same time, a blackness encroached Hanako's vision. Her body had finally been pushed to its limits. The last to die would win. The last human on Earth fell toward the ground. By the time they hit the Earth, she had become a god. For all intents and purposes, the angels had completely wiped humanity off the planet. The last human on Earth could no longer call herself human. Her five senses enveloped this planet, expanding to even the next. Nothing escaped her. When she saw the angels in a desperate scramble to run out of her reach, she needed only to think it, and they died in a blast of lightning and fire and earth. The angels tried attacking her body, but just as their shields were impenetrable to human weapons, now the opposite was true. All of New York City was within her protective bubble. Within minutes, the angels had all died. The tattered remains of their ships were flung deep into space. Their bodies were burned to ash and layered throughout the planet to fertilize its plants. Then the remnant of humanity stood and laughed into the sky. The secrets of the world had unlocked for her, and she had found humanity's story, a farce. It was a cycle of alien invaders and heroic defenders. In the end, the defenders always won because no angel could ever escape to reveal humanity's secret weapon mana. Though, victory was but a temporary status until the next attack. 
She stared at the angel ships, burning in the atmosphere like shooting stars. She could follow them out into deep space, and within millions upon millions of years, she might even deliver humanity's retribution. But who could hold a grudge that long? Perhaps the Reaper. But she was no Reaper. She chose life, not death. So she leveled the Earth, wiping all traces of her own species' folly. She cut her power in half and shaped it into life, a being of her own image. She gave this being a garden, a companion who took another half of her power, curiosity, and this time, honor. Soon her creations prospered, and the greater their prosperity, the more her power dwindled. Eventually, her power had nearly vanished completely, leaving her unshielded to age, disease, and injury. Nobody could tell their creator apart from themselves. Though she was the only one who knew the truth, that in perhaps 10,000 years the angels would return. This time, maybe humanity would have left its petty squabbles with the last dead species, and descended to a form that could survive the alien attack without its own extinction, though she would never find out. And so Hinako Nakamura died as she had lived, as a starry-eyed child that fought for honor when it made no sense as a girl playing samurai, as a human. Knowing this, she died with a smile. Thank you for joining us for Reaper by Reddit user Ray Wang. We at Infinite Realms Radio really hope you enjoyed this haunting tale. Before we wrap up, we'd like to give a shout out to our talented voice actors who brought this story to life. You can find more of their work and support them on their websites and social media pages, which we link in the show notes and on our website. Oh, hello there. My name is Ren, and I played Henako on the first episode of Infinite Realm Podcast. It was fun. You know, guys, you can find me on social media, on Twitter. My Twitter tag is RenCant. It seems like actually I can. So, see you around. <laughs> Bye. Hello there. My name is Isaiah, and I played the Southern Devil Austin in the first episode of Infinite Realms Radio. Definitely one of my favorite roles. If you're interested in more of my work, you can find me on my Instagram, at ZigSounds, and my YouTube channel, Zig. That's Z-I-G-G underscore sounds and Z-I-G-G respectively. To the crew here over at Infinite Realms Radio Productions, and to you, the listener, thank you. Tulip was played by Christina Cotellas, also known as Cinnamon. You can find her Linktree with her other audio projects at Linktree, that's L-I-K-T-R dot R-E-E backslash C-I-N-N-A-M-O-O-N. The narration was by Jonas Stengel. You can find his Casting Call profile at castingcall.club backslash Jonah dash Stengel. And my name is Brian. I produced and edited this episode. And I am your host, Lastful Sound. 
you can find me on Reddit, Patreon, and Twitter. If you're an author or voice actor interested in submitting your work or joining our team, please visit our website, which we link in the show notes, or send us an email, infiniterealmsradio at gmail.com. We always love hearing from our listeners and contributors as well. Thank you for tuning in, and we will see you all in the next episode of Infinite Realms Radio.